Good morning, everybody. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman. We taste better. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman, and I'm about all the food all the time, and today's show is no exception. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. I give cooking classes. I go all over the country to cater simchas. If you want, I'll come to your neighborhood. Um, anytime you don't feel like cooking, give me a call. Um, I love to travel. I love to share great recipe ideas, uh, but I like to hear about your food experiences too. So please email me at naomi at nachamsegel.com. Uh, you can join my newsletter through my website, theaussiegourmet.com. Uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook. The whole, the whole social media platform. I'm out there. So, uh, be in touch because I want to hear what's going on in your kitchen. Um, I just want to make a big announcement here. We had Ronnie Fine here. Oh, it was about a month ago. It feels like it was forever ago. Um, Ronnie Fine was here in the studio. She was a cookbook author, blogger. Um, and she has a new, she had a new, she has a new cookbook out, which is now available on Amazon and at your local Judaica store. And she had a giveaway for one of our listeners. And believe it or not, Ellie Hagler won that raffle. Um, for the giveaway, Ellie Hagler is host of the OU Jewish Reaction, and he try, always tries to win. He listens to the show, so thank you, Ellie, our co-host uh, on the Nachum Siegel Network and um, fellow host, I should say. Um, and uh, he won Ronnie's book. So muzzle tov to you after all your tries of um, trying to win a cookbook. Your name came up on the ticket, so we'll get that out to you very soon, Ellie. Okay, and next week we have the the drawings for the uh, last two competitions that we've had, the giveaways, which were um, the CKCE cooking class. The winners will be announced, as well as the cookbook author, uh, the cookbook from uh, I believe that's now out also. Uh, the uh, secret uh, recipes from restaurants from uh, Leah Shapira and Victoria Dweck. Last week we were at Kosher Fest. We had a great time. I'm looking. I'm talking to ZK now. We had such a good time together uh, with Danny and the whole crew at Kosher Fest. So if you want to watch that or listen to that uh, on the archives or any of our amazing shows on the Nachum Siegel uh, lineup, you can go to nachumsegel.com, play shows on iTunes or Google Play on your Droid or iTunes. All that, all that cool stuff. So, yeah, we're very excited. Today's show is no exception, as I said, about my love of food. And there's nothing more than I like a glass of wine paired with a delicious piece of cheese. Every season, or I try to have my friends, Brent Delman, thecheeseguy.com, and also I've got Jay Booksbaum, very frequent guest. The most frequent guest I have on the show is uh, Jay Booksbaum now from Royal Wines. Thanks, guys, for coming in. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. It's Thanks for inviting us, man. Yeah. This is great. And it's very cold, and it's been a horrible cold week, and we're going to warm up with some nice winter cheeses and wines today. Mm. So, you know, we don't want to... Uh, hearty get... rich cheeses, hearty rich wines, I guess, right? Sounds good. Uh, I think this is... Is this our third or fourth time yeah, being together? Yeah, definitely. We, we For sure, I think we've done two summer shows, and spring, summer, and two fall, winter shows. So this has got to be at least our fourth show. I, I went out actually last night to a really great restaurant in uh, Manhattan called No Due. Sure. Oh, Am I great. saying it right? I hope I'm saying it right. Yeah, no Due. Um, he was so nice, the, the um, maitre d' there. He got us in. We, he knew we had actually going to see a show um, up near Lincoln Center. We saw the prime ministers too. Um, at the world premiere, Rabbi Berg got us t- some tickets. And we said, where are we going to go out to eat? So I turned on the kosher GPS and no Dewey came up. And he knew we were in a hurry, the maitre d'. He got us in fast. He gave someone else dessert so we could jump ahead of them in line. It was a really classy guy. The food was amazing. They had mozzarella sticks. 
to die for. I don't know if you have a recipe for that, <laughs> Brent, but we need to look that up and, you know, we'll, we'll be posting that on our website soon, I guess. We'll have to make some. Yeah, with your uh, cheese. obviously the cheese, the quality of the cheese is very important, but it's a low moisture mozzarella that is used. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's not the fresh mozzarella that you see very often sliced up and used in a like a capri salad. It's a low moisture, almost like a pizza mozzarella. I was just going to say, yeah. or a, a pizza mozzarella that right, they right. have, you know, so, you see, so it doesn't melt completely right. out of the out of the coating. You know, people ask me questions, so I had question. That was my question for you. Yeah, it was yeah. like, what did the, what mozzarella do they use? Dipped in a nice marinara or Ma- pizza oh, sauce. Oh, it was amazing. My oh my god. Okay, let's start eating because my now we're starting talking about cheese and marinara sauce. We're very excited. So we've got a great lineup. Okay, so why don't we start off with you? Uh, let's just for a minute. How are you? How's everything going? Great, great. Thank God. Every everything is wonderful. Um, kids are good. Done, done a lot of traveling. Yeah, the kids are great. Your son yeah, is my, in Israel. My oldest son is in Israel serving in the IDF. We were just uh, there about three weeks ago for a um, uh, sort of a graduation type of ceremony. It's called a Masakumta. He's in a, an, an elite unit, and they have what's called their, I guess, a beret. I'm trying to think of the exact translation, but like a where they receive their beret, their beret march, I think is what they call it. Okay. And he came out of the Golan with his group, and at about 5 in the morning we met them, and uh, after a 70-kilometer walk with full gear. Oh, 70-kilometer oh, walk. 35 miles. And know. a man on a stretcher, and it was very emotional and a lot of pride, and it was it was just a fantastic uh, experience. A lot of family. I'm, I'm family. You, you think he w- wanted to be the guy in the stretcher so he could like chill <laughs> while everybody else does the hard work? Yeah, I don't know. Bump, bump, bump. <laughs> yeah. So overall, the the trip was fantastic, and the cuisine, aside from the emotional, familial aspects of it, the the cuisine was wonderful. Of course. And I had an opportunity to visit a couple of dairy farms, which I'm hoping to. Start doing some business with in the near future. Support Israel and Israeli products. Absolutely. Especially and, uh, this time. Make the cheese there and bring it here. Is that? Yeah, there. I'm in discussion with a sheep farmer, a small sheep dairy farm, and we're coordinating where they're going to produce some cheese for me. Uh, almost a Manchego style, like oh. a Spanish style cheese. So it's a cheese. private, a private run, so to speak. It is. It is. They're going to produce nice. for me, and then uh, I'll bring it here, and I'll age it and do other things. I'll bring it here when it's very young. And so anyway. Boutique couple, couple cheeses, of, boutique wines. Yeah. You know. Right. That's nice. Great, great to go. Uh, great. It'd be great to get them to go together. Now say that five times. <laughs> <laughs> that, I know, know. That was a bit of a tongue twister. Okay. So, so let's let's um, try some of the, the cheeses. Um, so the first one we've got uh, here today is, I thought we'd start off light as we normally do. And this is a low-fat and low-sodium Swiss. Ooh. And um, here we can pass this around. Right. We, we so like maybe to use those bowls for the for the saucy stuff and the napkins for the dry stuff. Okay. Does that work? Sure. Why don't I just do and that? And we have you have tons of napkins. Absolutely. We got lots of napkins right here at the Nachum Siegel Network Studio. Okay. I'm gonna take one. Okay. So this is thing. Okay. And Jay, this is the Swiss. It's a Swiss. And Jay's gonna open up. All right. You know, as as Brent and you all, I think Brent knows, and I think you may all not know, but. I used to be in the cheese business a hundred years ago. Sure, yeah. And um, in spite of the fact, oh gosh, I got to shut that off. Excuse me. No ringers, guys. Yeah, okay. Let me shut that off. That's my <laughs> fault. That's okay. 
All right. Um, I'm going to pass it up. But in spite of the fact that this is like the lightest of them, Swiss cheese still has a bite to it. You it know? does. Has yes. a little, you know, has, and what's great about Swiss cheese and the, and the cheeses, I think that all the cheeses that Brent has brought today is that they really have some good, you know, strong flavors. Not like a mozzarella, for example. Right. If I may. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. But I, the only reason I'm getting into your territory is because I want to get into mine, which is, so we want to bring, if it's a hearty, you know, full-flavored cheese or flavorful cheese. This is the least of the full flavors, but flavorful cheese, you need a hearty, you know, flavorful wine. And I brought an Old Vines Red Zinfandel. Oh, love Zinfandel. And uh, the objective in – in uh, here, let's let's hand you that. Okay, I'm going to take And this. the objective in, in having uh, cold-weather cheeses and also cold-weather wines is the opposite. You want them to warm you up. Right, and we need to be warmed up today. Oh, and, boy, um, oh, boy. Uh, uh, ZK, are you going to have some? <laughs> I'm offering – no, yes, we're going to take some. Okay, it's not excellent. as bad as it was a couple of days ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know what? It just it's, – it's this – it's, you know, it's fall pushing into winter. Okay. But, uh, Jay, I just, I want to just official sure. hello to you. Thank and, you. Um, you know, now that we've got a wine glass, which I was really waiting for, I want to toast your new granddaughter. Ah, uh, Olivia Grace. Uh, welcome to the, welcome Hannah. to the family. <laughs> Hannah. What's it? Hannah Buch, uh, what's Booksbaum. She's Booksbaum. No, yeah, she's a Booksbaum. She's, Actually, that was she's your mother's the first, name, Hannah Booksbaum. Exactly. And, you know, it's interesting. I never knew this. When they told me it was Olivia Grace, I said, wow, that's a really cool name. But did you know that Grace means Hannah or Hannah means Grace? I did not know that. Well, oh, I, I like that. Very nice. So Beautiful. So That's too. where they got it from. To so Hannah. We, we've, to and, and, and then to your son in Israel, congratulations on getting to the Teketh and you know, just you. stay safe and keep us all safe and just you be safe. Absolutely. Bore pre Amen. Amen. It's like Kiddish where we have to be Yotzer on his Kiddish. <laughs> we have to make our own bracha you, you now. You could have been, but it's better if you do your own. Okay, I'm going to do And there that. is some spiciness in this. Okay, we can't, we have to have, we can't have mm. silence. We gotta, <laughs> we can't all drink at once. Mm. Okay, so now I'm going to pair it. What, the best way okay. to do wine and cheese pairing, this is the way I, t- correct me guys if I'm wrong, take a bite of the cheese, I chew it, and then kind of right away, Drink the wine where you still got cheese on your tongue and exactly. then some wine, exactly. and then it all comes together. And it right. will, the wine will taste differently than if you hadn't had the cheese. And same with the cheese. And remember, the the objective is to try to pair them so that they're in harmony. One doesn't overpower the other. Right. And I think that's really the case in this case. Oh my god! Because the Amazing. the red Zinfandel is made. This old vines red Zin is made from vines that are uh, seventy year olds years old on average. So they're pretty intense in flavor. But it's not a sweet wine, and this is not a very heavily – it's still got that Swiss, you know, uh, spice to it, but it's, it's – I think it goes well together. What do you think? Right. I think it goes very well together. Oh, I love um, it. It's uh, – the Swiss I'm taking is more. usually attributed with nuttiness, mm-hmm. so you get some of that nuttiness, and uh, and the red, red wine <laughs> – Definitely compliments it's it very well. Can I have the package? I'd like to show if people are listening to the show, but you can also watch our show on YouTube. On uh, go to YouTube, go to Nachum Siegel Net, and you will find all our shows. Our table for two, so uh, you can watch. So for those of you who are watching, I'm just holding up the package that we're eating from, so you'll know, so you can take notes. Uh, and buy these cheeses at your local store. Okay, let's move on to our next cheese. We've got a lot of cheese to cover in this hour. In this next. 48 minutes that we've got left of the show. (laughs) 
Okay. okay. The next, by the way, the the last cheese that's from Ohio, and the and the milk really comes from Amish farms, mm. and the Amish take very good care of their cows. So if really, you, sure, how does absolutely. that differ? How does that differ from a non-Amish farmer? They have small farm. It differs in a lot of ways. They have small farms, and so small herds of cows. Each one has a name, and they they are out in the pastures feeding grass. They're you know what are considered grass-fed cows. And the quality of their milk must be better. Absolutely, and uh, and it goes right. Because they actually don't, most of the farms don't have refrigeration. So the, now things are starting to change a little bit. There are some laws that are being enacted in Ohio that are requiring them to have refrigeration. But a lot of the places where the milk is coming from do not have refrigeration. So the milk must go immediately for production. So it goes right from, right from the milking. To the production facility, so it is fresh, fresh, stuff fresh, fresh. When you're when you're producing the cheese, absolutely fantastic. You know, I have fantastic. to tell you, that I'm so excited to hear that. I, I did not know that about cheese, that it can be done that way, and I'm very excited to hear that because one of the things that winemakers pride themselves on is getting the grapes into the crush or into the press as soon as possible, and the reason for that is that the the fresher the grapes are yeah. when they're when they go in for making wine. The better the wine, and uh, I, I hear the same thing is true in, in milk for cheese. So this is really exciting. Oh, absolutely! We've had a lot of um, over the years discussions a lot of together. Synergy Simil- here, right? yeah. But no, just how how you know wine and cheese aren't so far apart. You need good terroir for cheese and, and good terroir for cheese for wine. Right. And the the terroir. Do you use that word in cheese? I know I only sure, know it from ab- Jay from wine. Absolutely. Absolutely. The place where a product comes from, you know, if you think about it, the the taste of the milk is what really affects the taste of the cheese, the quality of the milk. So, and the quality of the milk is affected by what the animals are grazing on. Depends if they're coming from the green mountains of Vermont or the plains of Argentina, like some of my other, a good segue into some of my other cheeses here. Right. But uh, yeah, it definitely depends on what they're eating, which has to do with the terroir and all the other things that go along with uh, the land and the culture of the people. Terroir is the climate, the right. environment of the soil, the grass, the cl- everything is Absolutely. that makes up. I've been described by um, Alice Louboutin, who is a really wonderful lady. I brought her name up to the other day. I recently yeah. met her. She's lovely. And she, she gave me a saying about terroir that I won't forget that I use all the time. It's the taste of the place. That's right. I like that. Isn't that nice? Yeah. The taste of the place. Well, San Francisco, it's got, because of its own terroir, they have like something in the air that you can, I'm not, the moisture in the air in San Francisco is like nowhere else. So their um, sourdough bread tastes completely different. You can use the same recipe in New York and it has a completely different taste than out in San Francisco because the terroir there is is different than ours. Sure. If, if, if an area is very is in close proximity to the ocean. You have the salt water the, and the salty air. You also have certain areas like in Italy or different areas in South America where you have the soil is um, is uh, partly volcanic, a lot of volcanic ash. So, you know, those are those are the kind of things, the soil and the air. Bezelet. Absolutely. Remember have, that? Bezelet Hagolan? Bezelet They're built on, their vineyard is right on top of basalt. Right. See basalt. what I learned from Very you? Very good. Woo-hoo. Wow, you remember this stuff. I know. It's back in February. <laughs> 
Okay, you made it. It was a big impression. Okay, so what we've got, we're moving on to our second cheese now. Okay, what so is this? He's, it's a nice, soft-looking cheese. Yeah, this is, is a, again, a milder cheese, but this is a goat cheese. Now, we've had goat cheese in the past. Love goat cheese. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to try something a little different today. Okay, yeah. Normally, people associate cheese or cheese plates with an appetizer, one of the first courses in a meal. Okay. But um, I would recommend that cheese be the last, be a dessert. Okay. So you can take an assortment of cheeses, put on a platter, and if you think about it, it's sort of a natural. A lot of the other cheeses that we're, that we, uh, a lot of the other desserts that we've become, become accustomed to for dairy meals, cheesecakes and... Um, Crepes, cheese blintzes, tira, tiramisu, tiramisu with the, mascarpone. So you combine that sweet and <laughs> sweet and Get savory. Get me off my diet. <laughs> <laughs> so you combine that sweet and savory and salty. All those different combinations are wonderful together. Okay. So what I'm going to try today to uh, okay. What have what you is got that? that? Yeah, what is, is that? that? This is called dulce de leche. Oh, caramel! You yeah. had me at caramel. Caramel and goat cheese. That's like two of my favorite things together. In my honor, kids are going to. Plus, because they love this. In honor of my wife, who is from Argentina. Yes. This I met is your like, wife at the Kosher Don't cry Fils. for me, Argentina. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, you, yes, Evita, yes, yes, yes. The Evita musical. So, yeah, the, the wonderful sound effects of Jay. <laughs> we couldn't have a show without him singing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so what, am I, so what are we so doing here? It would so be wonderful if we had spoons. Just oh, to, but, just but spoons, But I think, I think yeah. we'll, uh, we'll manage. I could have gotten spoons before the show started. I want everybody to grab another yeah, glass. I don't know where you'll find them. <laughs> I want everybody to grab another look glass behi- because look behind the desk. Okay, we're taking. So again, this is on the milder, sweeter side. Okay. The, um, let, grab let, another glass because now right, that you told me that you're got, using dolce de leche, here. which I'm very familiar glass. with, you need a clean glass because I thought it was going to be a dry. I just cheese. want to this say these beautiful cheese. glasses are from the Kosher Food and Wine Show. We are counting down to 2015's Kosher Food and Wine Expo experience put out by Royal Wines, and we'll have more shows about that all in good time. Oh, okay. So, so it's all about is, the reds, I see, Jay. Well, this is a jeunesse. Jeunesse. I love it. Jeunesse. Now, it's sweet. It's a, Well, yeah. it's, it's off, semi-sweet. It's right. off-dry. Off-dry. Is that what you call off-dry? I love it. I love their be, white one also. And because yeah. you have the Dolce de Leche here, I thought that would be a, a, a more appropriate. Did we find any? The, Did we find any spoons? Okay. Do we know? Okay. So let's just uh, try that. You know that. what I'm going to do? The heck with it. Yeah, come on. We're all friends here. I, Okay. Look at that. I'm doing good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. I'm doing some a little with my fingers because we've run out of spoons. Okay. Oh my god. Do you remember in previous? G. You know what this tastes like to me? Oh my gosh. Oh. It tastes like cheesecake, like a caramel cheesecake. Oh my gosh. Right. Without so the, the crust. <laughs> What I would would also recommend doing, putting, you can drizzle a little honey or put nuts like almonds, walnuts, pistachios, anything like that alongside the cheese platter and combine it with the dulce de leche. And it's a wonderful combination. Something that, you know, in in past shows, I don't know if you recall, I brought honey, jams, chutneys, things like that. You know, these, you know, it's all that same. That same sort of theme of the sweet and savory, sweet, savory, and salty together. Wonderful combination. And, and the same with the, uh, well, as, taste as this you bring with it out in some wine. of this, uh, some of this jeunesse. What do you think? This is magnificent. I'm just going to go back to, I really tried to find some spoons there for a second. 
Jay, you can have this back because I'm obsessed with this. Okay. Oh, this is so good. Mm. Okay, so this is the wine. If I could, if I could get the cheese mm. back over here. No, no. <laughs> in my life, I never had such a, such a thing. What's the Naomi, crunch in it? It's a, it's a, um, the crystallized, you know, uh, caramel, uh, is in Caramelized dulce, sugars right, right, in the, dulce de leche, so yeah. Which is like otherwise known as caramel sauce. Like a thickened caramel sauce. I'm telling you, this tastes like, I was, sell, I was telling Brent, this tastes to me like caramel cheesecake. Yeah. Without the crust. Right. That was, and you didn't have to, and, all the calories of the eggs and the sour cream. And, and you know, one of the characteristics, I'm sorry, Jay, one ahead. of the characteristics of, of a good goat cheese very often, and this one, can you taste, a lemony, yeah. almost zesty, tangy yeah, yeah, lemony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I have the package? I'd so like to hold it up to the camera. You put that again. You put those together with the sweet, and it turns out to be a phenomenal. That was absolutely fantastic. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm having actually um, going to be making milkshakes for dinner on Sunday night, and I'm going to do this for my kids. I'm going to do cream cheese. As, I mean, not cream cheese. Goat cheese. Goat cheese. Mm-hmm. I usually buy tons of it at one shop because my kids take it every day to school. They'll put this in a sandwich. And you know what's really good with um, a raspberry vinaigrette? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, they'll drizzle some on. They'll smear some goat cheese on a sandwich. And then they'll take a little bit of raspberry vinaigrette. I, I blend um, 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 raspberry jam, seedless raspberry jam, and a bottle of um, Italian dressing. And I put that in it through a food processor together. I get this really rich, garlicky, but raspberry-flavored sweet vinaigrette, and they'll put put that on with a sandwich. Have you ever it's tried delicious. putting that over a salad with goat cheese in it? Oh, always, always. We're all about the goat cheese Pe- salad. Pecans, um, sp- spinach, sticks. beet salad, a little bit of onion, mm. and a raspberry vinaigrette and goat cheese. Delicious. I think we've spoken about that yeah. before on what the do you show. Think, what do you think about the wine that goes with it? I, mean, I love it. It's absolutely fantastic. No, does it, does it work? What a blend of I think flavors. this actually works better than the last one. You know, like you, like you said, the compliment. This right? is the, the, you know, the, some, some people contrast and some people compliment. You do a wonderful job of complimenting, and this really goes well. Well, that you're was, pretty good looking, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great compliment. We're, a very, we're a very funny group here. Okay, let's go on with our next cheese. Oh my gosh, I so learned something new too. You know what I learned also from you? Just one other thing. Um, Brent taught me about pairing cheeses and jams. I, I did a you whole. Were talking about that. I, yeah, um, well, I was yeah, looking, for you were looking for a fork. Yeah, <laughs> well, I was looking for forks. Um, I did a, actually a wine and cheese, especially a wine and cheese pairing one time um, at a hotel, but they ran out of cheese. Uh, no, yeah, they ran out of cheese. No, they ran out of something. What did they run out? It was a wine and cheese pairing. I got your cheeses, and they ran out of wines. So we did wine and jam instead. Ah, and it was nice. actually very fun. It was at a Pesach program a couple of years back. It was very funny. And you so, know, you know, not to take away from Jay's wonderful wines here, but if you ever find yourself in that, what he's doing, if you ever find yourself in that situation again without wine, if you have cheese, you can also go non-alcoholic. Find a good, like, a sparkling apple cider. Oh, that's or, cute. That's right? a really good idea. It was Pesach, so it was Prefer- a little bit hard. <laughs> Preferably you'd have Jay's wines, of course. Of course, royal and wines. And Jay with it. You and know, Jay right. with it. <laughs> okay, so we are cutting up some very, I see over there, some very dark it, orange cheese. I heard something about this. I don't know if you know about this. This is private stock. Private stock. It is. Is that, is that the Very rock? special stuff, yeah. Is, is that? This is, yes. That's this, one of the things I the, thought. Yeah, can I? Oh, you've got it. You can hold it up. You can hold it up. 
We gave Brent his own camera. For those of you uh, watching along with us, you can see Brent. He's got his own camera over there. We knew it was going to be a, a special a special show here. Okay, I'm tipping out some wine or else this, I'll be rolling this, out. This is our napkin cheese. This is what we the call napkin, napkin cheese. cheese. This is our napkin cheese. The other one was a bowl yeah, cheese. Right, right. Oh, my God. I just want to take a bath in that caramel. That was so good <laughs> with that cheese. Ooh, ooh. Okay. So, so this, what? All right. This is an aged Gouda. Okay. Now and for this, I actually, I think this wine, this next one is going to be good. Is that, is that the one know. that you poured for us already? Yes, yes, Okay. Yes. So that's this one. Oh my gosh. So I, I just, we need to talk about why this cheese is so special. Now again, just, um, and Jay's doing the it. right, this is Jay, a special one. Jay is approaching this the right way. See, remember, okay, I'm just, just like a wine, you want to, you want to use all of your senses. You look at it, you observe the color you and the... You touch right. it, you know, you and feel it. The, the texture, texture, that's right. right, and then you smell it and get the aromas. Now, before you eat it... <laughs> right. I'm pulling it out of my mouth there. Before you eat it, what I'd like you to do in this case, okay, really... Okay, what am I doing? And this is really exciting because I just Is did this it. the right one? Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, I believe okay. so. Okay, good. Well, let me just smell that. Yeah, that's the right what, one. Uh, what an amazing nose that you can smell that. What you do is smell the cheese and then smell the wine. Oh, that's Isn't amazing. Isn't that amazing? And that's, oh, that's here we go so again. cool. <clears throat> wow. All you can do rich, is hear a us rich sniff. smell. <clears throat> Excuse me, a rich, very rich smell in the cheese and also a pretty rich smell in the wine as well without it being sweet. So let's see how that works okay, now in the so mouth. Okay, so you take, okay? you, you go first. Okay, Jay's taking a bite of the cheese. Uh, I'm going to be the um, commentator here. So, okay, mm. and he's chewing, he's breaking it down, getting all the flavors out of this. And you want to spread, just like you would with the wine, if I may, you want to spread the cheese around the whole tongue so that you get all the different flavors. Okay, and can we talk about the rind there for a minute? At first I thought, why has he got a rock there? But um, Brent explained to me. It's a natural rind, edible. Some people like to eat the rind. Others don't. Others prefer not to. But it is. It's a natural rind. What I do is I have, some have heard about my basement cheese cellar. The che- we call it the cheese cave here on the Nachensigl <laughs> so Network. I have the man cave, I have the cheese cave. Mm. And uh, this has been aged over a year. It's mm. a domestic U.S.-made Gouda. Some people, I actually have, you know, on Sundays, only one more week in Riverdale, I do a farmer's market. I had a woman come up to me a couple of weeks mm. ago, and she said her and her husband, she tried this Gouda. She said her and her husband, she was not a kosher consumer, Said her and her husband go to Holland for the best goudas in the world. They make, uh, they have these uh, agro, what are they called? Uh, agro tours or yeah. And um, they go to Holland for good cheeses. She said they go to a couple small towns for some of the best goudas in the world. She compared this gouda to some of these amazing so, goudas that she and her husband. So you feel so bona fide. Absolutely, yeah. Yes, congratulations. Real That's really beautiful. So. So it's a lot of work goes into this, and and it's and it's it's wonderful that. Oh, okay, Mazel Tov. Okay, so we broke a glass. You know it had to happen. I know you've got more, Jay. These are from the Royal Wine uh, Experience. Okay, and we're down. And this, let me tell you a little bit about this. Lucky, I have twelve more glasses. Let me tell you a little bit about this Shilo. Can you see that? Yeah. How do you like that, huh? I don't like it. Too dry. Too dry for ZK, right? No, no, I was balancing it oh. because he was worried that. Oh, no, he's getting Okay, the this is called it. Shiloh Legend Two. It's uh, it's got Cabernet in it, which it's a kind of rich Cabernet that you would think from the New World, because it's it's very ripe Cabernet when they 
when they harvest the grapes, and so the flavor is very rich and full. And it's got carignan. Carignan comes from, originally from the south of France. Of course, this all comes from Israel. And that is also pretty flavorful and rich. And finally, it's got some Sangiovese. Now, Sangiovese is known as the wine that's used for Chianti from Italy. Mm-hmm. So even though this is all grown in Israel, it has those three wines. He wants me to take it off. He's nervous. <laughs> oh, I see. We need and, to see the facts. And so it has a complexity to it and a richness to it, even though it's dry. It's not sweet. You had the dulce, the leche with the other cheese, but this is dry cheese, but still very flavorful. And I think I think this wine stands up well. Okay, thank what you, you Jay. Jay, uh, I, have, I have a question. How do they come up with um, the blends? How do they decide? That those are three interesting uh, Good question. different grape varieties. Great question. In fact, this is not a classic blend. For example, Bordeaux has you know four or five different grapes: Cabernet Merlot, Petit Verdot, Cabernet Franc, and Malbec. Uh, this is not a, tra- and that's always the blend that they use for Bordeaux. Sometimes a little bit more, a little bit less of each, but one of those components are always in there. This is an unusual blend. I, in this case, I think, not I think, uh, Amichai, who is an amazing winemaker for Shiloh, told me that, uh, he, he got the grapes in, uh, vinified each one separately in their own barrel, didn't, didn't put all the juices together, otherwise that would be called a field blend. And then, after he tasted them separately, in his mind, he said, oh, boy, this will go together with that, and that will be enhanced by this. Let's put these three together. He did some experimentation in flasks, you know, in the lab, so to speak. Came up with this blend, and and really has a great balance and a great kind of rainbow, you know, a a great, you know, overview of, of a few different flavors that come together nicely, and I think that really go well as cheese. I have to mention, by the way, I've rarely seen a Gouda that is of the like that it's almost like a grating cheese. Yeah. So it's it, it's very unusual. Usually it's not Gouda that's used for grating. So, right. But this is so, you know. It's considered a hard cheese because it's, it's, aged, o- it's aged over wow. a year. Okay. So and if you do eat this cheese, this is one of the cheeses that you have to wait to right. eat meat for. So I cannot eat meat till, oh, you know what, dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Which is when you'll have cheese again. Yeah, no, not on sharpest. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah I, right? I, I think I, I think I you know, you could have a little cheese before before you start the meal. Yeah, but not the Gouda. Yeah, that's right? true. That's true. The, yeah. gen, the general rule of thumb, I think I've mentioned this in previous uh, shows, is, is uh, six months. If a che- cheese has been aged six months, it's generally considered an aged or hard cheese. So yeah, this, but this I is would well tell past you, the six-month point. I would tell you that. As I always do, I tell my brother-in-law, Joey Schoenfeld, Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, shout out to you. Uh, every time I make those kind of comments, ask your local rabbi. Rabbi, absolutely. Because there are some rabbis that say that domestic cheese, domestic cheese, there's almost no such thing as a some. But, but we know we have a cheesemaker in the room. Yeah. Right? Like he knows that yeah. this is aged and, you know. Yeah. But ask your local rabbi as to what. What you do. And he'll probably call you, the local rabbi. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network, also heard on Arut Sheva English Radio. Our show is sponsored by our friends, Abels and Hyman. Okay, guys, we are into the second half of our show, and we have got some great cheeses we've had so far, and I'm really looking forward to having a couple more uh, cheeses and wine blends that we've got uh, going over here. What is our next cheese up to bat so to speak 
Okay, this is a regular Swiss. So actually, we're going back to we're going back not, to Swiss. It's, yeah, it's not. So we the, should. Com- it's not the light Swiss. Um, so we'll have a really before. good comparison to what the other one was before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when I, I'd like to, I'm going to hold this block of cheese up to the camera. It's not what you would traditionally see in a Swiss cheese. To me, Swiss cheese is full of holes. Right, right. They, these were, well, what happens is there were small holes in here. This is a domestic Swiss cheese. The holes are caused by the cheese breathing. There are certain bacterial cultures that are put into a cheese, and it's the carbon, the Swiss cultures then breathe as the cheese ages and the bubbles or what, what are called the eyes. In the Swiss the cheese are develop. The bubbles eyes? Yep. Okay. Cool. The eyes in the Swiss cheese develop, and it's the carbon dioxide that is actually escaping from the, uh, the cheese, the fermentation like, process. I feel like I'm having a science lesson <laughs> between both of you. There we go. So this the, is very strong. This another... is much bolder, much yeah. stronger flavor than the, the light Swiss. I gotta say, I like the light Swiss better, but yeah. I really appreciate the richness and the Creaminess also a little bit. Yeah. Like it's not so, I don't know, like I, I didn't think it would be as creamy as it was. Again, do you, do you, do you get that nuttiness of yeah, absolutely. a typical Swiss flavor? Absolutely. You know, it, it has, even after you've swallowed and, you know, had a drink, you still have the flavor of the cheese in your mouth because it's very strong. Mm-hmm. It's- I have to tell you that, again, I think I, I picked the right one this time and I smelled it beforehand. That's mm. why. Um, this aroma is not as pronounced as the Gouda. Am I right about that? The aroma? I'm smelling them both. Okay, we're all, we're all smelling Correct. the cheeses here. Yeah, it's not as pronounced as the Gouda. No, no, the Gouda's much stronger, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, aromatically, let's, now let's take the taste. No, I, th- I think the Swiss is, I think the Swiss is going to have more flavor. I don't know. A different flavor, not more flavor, a different flavor. A bo- it's a little bit bolder, is that... Well, a lot of times what happens in the aging process, like the Gouda was aged over a year, so all the cultures and the molds and the the bacteria, all the microbes, actually it's the microbes that begin to break down. Proteins break down in the cheese. And what what happens is flavors and aromas develop as these proteins are breaking down. There's a process takes place in this particular cheese called proteolysis. So as the proteins break down, you get more of that aroma and more of that real strong taste. And that's what that's what develops. So a lot of it has to do with the length of the aging process, the maturation of the cheese. So when you're saying that so this Swiss is a young cheese, it's a young, almost a fresh cheese, it has, as it opposed has to a, the other that's been aged a, a lot longer. Uh, Jay's like at a, a loss. <laughs> it's got like a spicy, uh, you know, Tang. pleasantly bitter, pleasantly I- bitter uh, uh, taste around the edges of the tongue palate, uh, but it's also very creamy. Right, I was mentioning mm-hmm. very that. creamy. Yeah. Does it have a little tang? A little? Yeah, yeah, there's sure. a little that's tang right. to Absolutely. it. Absolutely, that's what I was talking about. That that that's, that tang. That's what's right. usually associated with a with a good Swiss. You know, some of the some of the Real, again, aged Swiss, they call them Alpine-style cheeses. Pass me up a package. Um, Do we no, still I, have the package? Yeah, no, I, I think we... Tossed it? Yeah. Okay, I would hold it up. I want okay, to I, see I, the I packaging. I will tell you, let me just get my pitch in for the one. Oh, of here. course, of course. <laughs> this is called Per Petita. It's from Capsanus. Can you see that? 
Okay. It's from Capsanis. It has three different wines in it. It has Granacha, Tempranillo. It's not spelled that way, but that's how it's pronounced. And Merlot. And, um, the Granacha and Tempranillo come, they all come from Spain, obviously. And these, this is just a wonderful wine that's scored very high in non-kosher competitions. I think it's a little lighter. A little fruity. Yeah. I think it's a little lighter and not enough spiciness or should be a little bit more spicy for this cheese. A little bit more of that tang for this cheese. A little bit more, uh, and it's older brother, something called Perejabib is probably the, a better wine for this cheese. So I don't mind saying that, you know, but it's still good. It's still great. And, and which, this, so this is a Spanish wine. Spanish. Where, 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 where in Spain is Yeah, it? I like. Okay, Jay's grabbing the bottle there. We're having a look where this. Monstant. Monstant. Okay, cool. Nice. That's it. That was, I, I, you know, I'm not, I didn't think I was a big Swiss cheese person and I, I really like that. I love the creamy part of this. You mm. know, you know what? We're just going to take a little quick, um, shout out to our What's for Dinner segment, which is, uh, sponsored by Gourmet Glatt Emporium out in Cedarhurst. I want to just talk about a fondue because a fondue is a great, you know, it's cold outside. You want to have something hot to eat and a fond, a fondue is, um, it's a big pot that you melt. Yeah, no, you don't melt the pot. You take a big <laughs> pot and you melt all different cheeses. And Swiss cheese is the one of the cheeses that you use in them. And there are so many amazing um, different recipes. You take a little butter and a little flour. Uh, you make a roux. I'm going to put the recipe up on my blog, uh, com. And you mix the butter and the flour together and then it slowly comes together it starts to thicken you get like a white paste and then you start putting in your cheeses and then everything comes together all the cheeses start to melt and what's traditional about um fondue is that you put in swiss cheese i believe right um yeah generally swiss or any any swiss type of cheeses gruyere there's also a french cheese called raclette that is a traditional fondue style cheese and then you can take all different things to dip into it it's a really good appetizer like instead of like serving a soup one night for dinner so you're having like a fish for dinner one night so the appetizer can be a really cute like and it's very family style and it's very um you know gets everybody interactive in the meal and you can take some breadsticks and dip it in or some vegetables and dip it into the cheese so not only you're getting to eat the little veggies you're getting them to have some cheese which is great protein and calcium for every young uh, member of the household and also older, I guess. So, uh, great. What have we got? Okay, we've got some more cheeses coming right up in the second half hour of our show. We've got, uh, what have we got going there, guys? We're having a little conference over here. I'm very excited. You're leaving me out of the conversation. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. We're gonna, you're gonna have to tell everybody about this. Okay. So because they're deciding what's the next best cheese and wine that are gonna go together. Yeah, this, this one, uh, Brent's busy I don't cutting know, J- up. Jay is, Jay is gonna, <laughs> have to really be creative on this one, but I okay. I thought, go on, um, Jay can is, do it. I'm sure. If I, anyone can do it, this guy can. Have, before I decide which have, isn't it amazing? I just want to point smell. something out to to my listeners that it's really a very special talent that both of these gentlemen here have because you have to have a very fine palate. You have to know what goes together innately. It's not something you can just learn i think it is a partially a learned skill but something that they have natural born talent and they have used their talent to bring us amazing wines and amazing cheeses and then bringing the talents together to share with us this incredible information so thanks to both of you for coming in today 
All right, Jay is Jay is now uh, I, the wheels are turning here. He's coming up with something good. <laughs> and what, I'm excited. Hope so. and what, I'm excited. When I, was, when I did that little schmooze, they had a little sidebar going on there <laughs> um, while I was praising them. They they decided, you know, Jay had a smell of what Brent's cheese was, and then he could pick out which wines would be appropriate. It's well, it's up to using all those all of our God given senses to enhance everything. Our taste yeah, so, experience. So first of all. It's got a little bit of a stronger smell than the last cheese. cheese we had, a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's I, I well, you know why don't why don't I hand let me also hand Naomi uh, this this is something that's you probably won't guess what it is but it's something that's completely different from okay everything else ha- that we're gonna have here today. ZK, I'm, I'm offering you everything. You don't have to take. And it's, and it's gonna be a challenge for Jake. Go for it. Jake. Okay. It is a challenge. It is a you, challenge. You're gonna surprise me. Are you not I, telling I me get, what this is? I, right? I, I right. had a little taste beforehand, so I could try to get uh, okay. a wine that would go with this, and uh, it's got a, a good tanginess to it as well. I love this, and it's got some uh, some strong smells to it as well. So you it's know, it's punch. cold. It's cold, right? It's cold outside. It's been cold, certainly, and you want something rich and flavorful. Remember we had the red Zinfandel that was 70-year-old vines? Well, we have a red Zinfandel that is late harvest. So this has a sweetness to it. Okay, that's that's great because I love a little sweet. This has a sweetness to I'm it. I'm loving this cheese. And especially going along with what Brent was saying earlier about making the cheese not just an appetizer but a dessert, if you have it, hopefully this will enhance the experience of eating this cheese. If you have it with this late harvest red Zinfandel from Herzog, let's see. Okay, this is terrific. I know, th- I think um, we had Joe Herleman on last week and he was talking about finishing up some of the late harvest stuff, which was going to go on this week out in Oxnard. Okay, Jay is smelling. Oh, Jay. You'd, Your you'd, aromatics go great. You'd, you'd, you'd done good. I uh, did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let me Talk, let me drink. Go ahead. let me lay it on you guys. So, I don't know if this is really fair either, but this, this is a beer cheddar. It's made with beer. Oh my god! So, like Abel's and, and Hyman's know, hot dogs. You know, <laughs> in made all, with beer. all my years in college, I was told never to mix alcohols, ne- never to mix drinks, beer and wine. But um, not true. There's, there's not enough beer in here to. to <laughs> <laughs> no, but by the way, I want I want to make a point of that. You know, and you know, I do this twice a year, not a, just off the subject, but an important subject. I do twice a year an anti-drinking thing mm-hmm. on Purim and, and, and Simchas Torah, and it's like the most listened to show, Nachum tells me, but one of the most listened to shows. But that idea that you shouldn't mix your alcohols is completely wrong. Alcohol is alcohol is alcohol. Really? If it's come from wine or whiskey or beer, it, really? it's, it's, the, it's the amount of consumption that, that really makes the difference. You know, the only thing that makes a difference in mixing your drinks is if it's sweet, that could get you even sicker. But in terms of alcohol, it doesn't matter where the alcohol source is from. It's the amount of alcohol you consume. So Very interesting. Yeah, wow. right. Who, who knew? There's a poem about wine and beer before mixing stuff. There's a cute little poem. It's not true. I'm going to have to it's contact all of my uh, fr- frat, frat brothers and uh, tell them they were wrong. We didn't have fraternities in yeah, Soro just College. drinking whatever it is. That's what you tell them. <laughs> this is delicious. I love this late harvest. Mm. Zinfandel. This what is, a great combination. This what is I like beautiful. about this is this brings also, <gasps> it brings together a lot of the mm-hmm. flavors that we've had from a bunch of these cheeses, which is... It's creamy at the same time as it being a little tangy, at the same time as being a touch of bitterness, mm-hmm. which is good, kicks it up, at, 
at the same time as being good aroma, but not like the biggest of them all. It really brings a lot of the different cheeses that we had together in kind of one cheese. And of course, very nice. This the, is amazing. The most, he says yeah. it better than me. I couldn't. <laughs> most, I couldn't do it justice. The most famous cheese that America is famous for is cheddar. Isn't that right? Right. 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 It was a ring. And why is that? It's. It was originally. I knew that, but it's I don't. The only I don't cheese they've why. gotten right. Well, America, other than American uh, cheese, which is not really cheese. No, but, it's uh, plastic. But, but cheddar and, and there's also there are the Jack cheeses, Monterey Jacks, right. things mm-hmm. like that. Those are originally American cheeses as really? well. But, but yeah, but cheddar, you know, cheddar originated in, in, England, uh, in right. England and <laughs> obviously being in English col- the English colonies. That's how cheddar um, originated wow. here in the Great States. And a lot of, a lot of the Puritans and, uh, uh, original English um, immigrants came over and started to produce cheddar in the New York area and out in the Midwest, Wisconsin. But let me tell you just a little bit about this particular cheese. And it is um, my own concoction, and it's made up in Vermont on a small farm. And as I was talking about, the Amish milk, same same thing goes here. It was made with fresh milk, milk that was taken right from the cows, and within 24 hours... Went next door to a creamery. That's what we call a small cheese production facility. Went next door to the creamery and was made within 24 hours of the milking of the of the cows. And as we we're, it's a cheddar. So there's a process called cheddaring. As we were making the curds, we poured two different varieties of beer. And I'll give a little shout out to the. To, it's a it's an art. It's, it's a um, a, a craft uh, craft beer craft little craft brewery up in that area called Schmaltz. <laughs> you heard of the Schmaltz Brewery? That's oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And beer of... does not need a Hersche, right? Or beer is kosher. Right. No, but, and, but as just, long as there's no additives. Right. Oh, okay, no no right. flavorings and flavorings, et cetera. Right. But, but this this particular beer has a, has craft, a Hersche. Although, ask, beer although like, ask your local rabbi. Right, of yeah. course. Right, right. Um, craft beer is just like we spoke before, like a boutique winery and a boutique cheese right. factory, so to right. speak. Right. Small production. Small production. Hands-on. The word tradi- is for beer methods. and beer is craft. Right. Right. And so this... So there are two different beers that go into the production of this: an IPA, which, which is means? an Indian India Pale Ale, and it's a sort of a sweeter, um, more hoppy type of a type of a beer. And then they also there's a, a nut brown ale, a little bit stronger. So there's a there's a stronger, uh, but the, the word is the word is hoppy or malty. Those are the two sort of characteristics you, that, that you pu- you make this cheese yourself. Right. Well, I go up to a facility, yeah, and I make cheese with the farmers and the cheesemakers. We all—it's a—it's a coordinated effort. Okay. And, and whose idea was it to have the beer in it? Someone um, there's Australian, because <laughs> you know Seth Levitt puts beer in his, his in his hot dogs. I mean, he's clearly not Australian, but it's taking the amazing beer flavors and adding them into hot dogs. And now you've done it with cheese. Right, Shout out right. to Seth Levitt. He's making—I I tell you—and I mean this. You know, I'm a foodie. I have no personal interest. <laughs> Seth. Abelis and Hyman makes literally the best hot dogs out there. That's why they sponsor Table for Two, and that's why you guys are here, because we only want the best quality foods on our and, show. And he, you know, he, like Brenton, hopefully like myself and, and the people over at Royal, are constantly interested in improving it. Right. So, you know, if you liked Seth's hot dogs yesterday, you'll love them even more tomorrow. Right. And same with Brent's amazing cheeses. Oh, gosh. That was, that was superb. I'm only upset with yeah. so, so this, one thing. What? He was supposed to bring a whole box of cheese for me to take home. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not right. letting him go. Okay. You I'm can, following him You can him email home. him. You can I actually think. email and find Brent on thecheeseguy.com and you can now 
find his information and recipes and where to buy his amazing cheeses on his we'll website. Have, Jay, we will have plenty of leftovers here that I think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll divvy up. <laughs> we'll keep to, the books, every, everyone will have to. I always the get books the bound leftovers. and Nachman children. Let me get the original. I always get the leftovers. Oh, yeah. Jay. <laughs> okay, so what? So, so just, yeah, and again, this is a unique cheese. It's just coming to market and it's going to be called, um, a double ale cheddar. And you're going to so, have that in gourmet glass? I love that. You're going to have that in gourmet glass? Uh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I'm going to make sure Howie picks yeah. that one up on so the that line. That's be out amazing. On the, out in the market in the next couple of weeks. So here, you're getting the, uh, the first, uh, what, what do they call it? The scoop or the. the hot, he's the scooping hot, uh, us. Yeah. Hot news, hot goss yeah. from the cheese world. Fantastic. So how, many, how many more uh, we've varieties got, we've do we got have time for? We've got 40. We're four, minute 48 into our recording, into uh, our broadcast this morning. A minute 48? No, 48. Oh, 48. So for, we have 12 for, minutes. Wait, wait. 40, 48. 48 minutes 48. In, into the broadcast. Toy, 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 yeah. yeah, that's right up the block. Yeah, toy, toy, toy. Um, so, so we've got about 10 minutes about left 10 of minutes? the shows. Can we what get at least two cheeses sure. in there? Sure. All right, we're going to be in a row. Two cheeses, two wines. We can do this. We're having so much we fun. We can do this. We and you know, it's this. a short Shabbos. We can get it done, though. Show ends something at 10. Really, can... can we do something <laughs> really rich? You got some, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out of turn. Yeah, no, no. Everything's good here. Okay, what have we got there? And, uh, and I see something saying on okay, Herzog's so, special reserve. So let's do sure. another goat cheese. This one's going to oh. be flavored. So it's it's um. Thank it's, you. It's rich. It's rich. We're gonna, this is a bowl cheese. A bowl cheese. I think we're going to coin a new term: a bowl cheese or a napkin cheese. What do you guys think? Um, bowl or napkin? Mm. This is a bowl. Oh, bowl. Oh, I thought you said bold. So did I at the beginning. Okay. That's my Midwestern uh, accent. We've all accent. got an accent here. Don't you worry. Okay. So, yeah. This Rich and creamy. Cheese, we can definitely give, do that. Give everybody in their own bowl one. Do we have enough? We have enough bowls, sure. right? We can go get some more. Don't be cheap now. Swipe them off from Miriam's desk. Want a lot. Okay. <laughs> I'm on a diet, so like, this is my excuse. We're having working. a cheese diet. Want, you know? This is a cheese diet. And there's no well, diet. When you walk into table for this two, a, this there's a no... Meal. This is a meal. There's no diet at Does table for I two. I can't eat tonight, right? Oh, wow. That's okay. That, that, that it's that got like, the five-second rule. Quick, pick it up. Catapulted across the room. <laughs> Here. Take put it down there. Put it down there. The no, no, no. Something. We'll give you a new piece. New piece. Thanks. New piece. Okay. Would you, do you so, want one here? Okay. Oh, <laughs> He's gonna, we're going to kill ZK with the cheese. No more cheese for ZK. I'm just going to actually hold this up. This is a very – it feels very soft. Can we see this on the – Okay, for those who are watching Everybody. as well as listening, um, I just wanted to, it feels very soft. It has, feels a bit like I'm holding a piece of cream cheese that has got some sort of, um, flavoring herbs. Are these herbs? They herbs, are. Herbs, herbs. I know herbs, you guys say herbs. herbs. Okay. Yes. It's a combination. Tell us what we're eating. Of a number of different herbs. There's dill and garlic. Mm -hmm. Thyme. I'm tasting all that. You get a little bit of that almost French pro Provence. A little lemony. Lemony. Very lemony. Uh -huh, that's, Very. that's the goat cheese. That's the goat cheese itself. Mm. Remember we were talking about before the lemony, zesty, tangy. Right, but tangy. this is enhancing that lemony mm -hmm. flavor. Absolutely. You know, one one herb or one one ingredient Guys, can, actually, smell can actually put wait over. for the wine. Can, hold on. Can put over another flavor. So you, one ingredient can actually enhance another ingredient and make that ingredient, other ingredient, taste bolder. Okay. So this goat cheese is. Jay's from, pouring out the wine. This goat cheese is from Wisconsin, and uh, I go out there and help make the cheese, and then uh, and the cheese. Oh, look at that balancing. Oh out. no, you're gonna give Sikhay a heart attack, don't you? But can I just? This smells very, very. This wine smells very 
alcoholic. I'm just smelling alcohol. That's very good. I mean, you you really have a good nose. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Really? This is actually one of the the only wine here to actually it's one of two Whoa. wines here today that are actually fortified. What does that mean? That means that they actually made? add alcohol at the end of the process oh. to bump it up because the richness and the flavor and the sweetness of this is so high that you need some alcohol to kind of balance it out. Yeah, because when I smell it, I'm just smelling like oh, nail wow. polish. Yeah. Okay, remover. Okay, but now I'm going to taste it, and I know it's going to have a well, fabulous what, what taste. You do is smell it. Smell the. Smell it. Mm. Taste okay. it. Taste it. Okay, that goes beautiful together. That's amazing. The cheese popping in my mouth. The wine is popping in my mouth. I did not think I would like that. I thought it would be too dry, too alcoholic. It's very nice. No, it's sweet. Mm. So that stands up to that rich, mm, creamy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice. You know, is this like a port? Yes, it is. It's oh, actually. Woohoo! Very good. This I've is learned the from only... you. Can I have some more of that? That Absolutely. was really good. What what percentage? Not the wine, al- the, the the cheese. What, I've got Jay. What <laughs> what percentage alcohol is it? I think it's, it's twenty. Twenty percent. Twenty percent. That's boy. quite high for a glass of wine. No, I've got some in here. I have to drive home. Just to give you an idea. Get me what through the van. Wick means. <laughs> it means. Yeah, that here's my bowl. If you would have this in a whiskey, it would be forty proof. <gasps> okay, one more cheese. Wow. Forty proof. Wow. So that's very strong, right? We got well, time it's, for it's, one more cheese. Yeah, it's cheese. about forty percent more than a regular wine. Wow, that is really. Cheese. I can think of so many different ways. I would crumble this into a salad. I would put it on a cheese plate, on like on a cheese board. I actually, um, I saw Mason and Mug has one of your che- a cheese board made up with your cheeses. They do. They Mason do. Mason and Mug out in uh, Prospect Heights, they, Harry's, um, Brent's cheeses. You know, what's, they, you know, would be me. great. Go ahead. Again, I don't want to uh, getting back to what. Brent said earlier, what a great dessert. For the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the combination of this port, Portuguese port. By the way, this comes from Portugal. It's made with the local, this is called what they call a field blend, which means that everything's in the that's in the field is what goes into the wine. And this is a true Portuguese port, and it goes great with this cheese. And have this for dessert. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because the cheese is not so sweet. It's more rustic, right? Can I use that word with this cheese? Sure, sure, absolutely. And herbs and the lemon kick from the goat cheese. And it goes very and well with Well, the, with a sweet wine, it's beautiful together. Some grapes on the side. And with the herbs, you needed a little bit stronger, uh, bolder flavor like like uh, Jay presented here because the, the herbs are strong, you know, bring out a stronger f- flavor in the cheese. That's ap- that was fabulous. You know, I mean, each, each, I can't say which one I love the most because mm. I really, I, you know, I, I love them all. They were really fabulous. Each one is better than the next. So I know we've got, we're running short on time. I have two cheeses here and they're both spicy. Uh, let me give you your choice. Oh. I have a pecorino fresco, meaning a fresh sheep milk cheese. Yeah, I'll take that with, one. <laughs> with pepperoncino. Yeah, so I like that one. one. Is, which one is less hot? Uh, probably this that one. That one, the yeah. And then the Let's other, that one. the other is my cheddar chipotle. And, uh, the I have ch- some in my fridge. I bought some ah, from okay. a, sto- a supermarket. So here, here are- my sister-in-law's from Mexico. She'd love to have the chipotle. And so the, my, my kind of adopted right. son, uh, uh, Rafael, is uh, from Peru. He'd probably like that. And my son-in-law's a Sephardi, Yehuda, Alcabets, probably love that. But I'm going to stick with a little bit lighter. Okay. All right. So we'll do the sheep. And, you know, remember, sheep is... Um, yeah, everybody, the whole family could be happy that I got your shout-out, you know, <laughs> 
under the radar. Anyone else want to give their family a shout out today? <laughs> Nachman girls, hi, Tzvi. Okay. Yeah, my we are a big my, cheese my family. Whole, my whole gang, my lovely wife Patricia, my daughter Maya, and I got my to, son Daniel, and, and met, the, my my son Ariel in in Israel. I met them all. And they're so lovely. And my, my stepdaughter Adelie. Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. they're all. Uh, it's a great gang, and they're they're big supporters of my cheese. They go out and they're they're my demo people. I love they it. They come back from college in Israel, and they go out to fairways. And and here's another update on the uh, cheese. I'm now yeah. I'm now in Whole Foods. Wow. Yay, so that's, that is oh, awesome. Yeah, it's a big, big step. I think I'm about so a dozen. I think about a dozen stores in the New York City in the tri-state area. Uh, now carry they carry a um, limited selection, but uh, yes. With four minutes left of table for two on the Nachum Siegel Network, our show is sponsored by Abel's and Hyman. We're going to start with a little bit of a wrap up. We've had a great show today, and we're going to just take our last. Bit of cheese. I just want to show, um, if I can, if I may, I'm going to hold up to the cameras for those who are watching, for those who are listening. I'm describing a piece of pretty firm cheese with some red specks of, um, is that like pepper flakes in there? They are. They're pepper red, flakes. It red. smells divine. I think this is a harder cheese, correct? Um, no, it's a, um, no? it's a, um, semi hard cheese, semi hard cheese. It's fantastic. Oh my gosh. You can dump that. Now I'm just I'm taking a clean glass. Can I just say, I like the texture. I like the crystallized. Am I saying feeling crystallized? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is it? Crystallized cheese? Crystallized sugars? What is it? It's this? the... Um, a, little bit it's, of te- a little bit of texture in it's this. It's the proteins that are actually crystallizing in the cheese. Mm, yeah, it's such a nice addition to the cheese is the, Pro- the slight bit of crystallization. The proteins and the, and the sugars that um, as they age, they crystallize. Most people think it's the salt, but it's not the salt. He's freaking him out. But and I like the I want to call it sweet heat. I feel like it's sweet heat. Mm-hmm. Right? There's not like a big punch in the mouth of heat. And Whoa. it has a slight sweet. I am so excited. I'm not sure how it'll taste together, but I know the smell together is like perfect. Well, at I, least I li- in my view. I like to take each thing separately before I um Is that is that wow. do you get that smell yeah. together? It's like it's like they're made for each <laughs> other. They're both very intense. <laughs> yeah. But they're opposite flavors from mm-hmm. each other. This is very. So I don't know about the sweet. flavor. I haven't. Yeah, the, the wine, wine is, is sweet. very sweet, and the cheese is got heat. So mm. I guess together they're going to make my favorite flavors: sweet heat. So these are. It's mm. also from or, it works. the island of Sardinia, off the coast of Italy, mm. and it's a sheep milk cheese. Sheep milk is higher in protein and fat, so you get that. Mm. Real creaminess, and you know, you, you feel on your tongue that uh, that sort of tangy, creamy. Everything. It just sort of surrounds uh, surrounds your whole mouth, and, and wonderful mouthfeel. I love it. My tongue's tickling. I always talk when I love something so much, my tongue will tickle. So you add a little bit of uh, just a slight, slight bit of um, hot peppers, hot chili peppers from from Italy, and uh, and it brings the creaminess and Whoa. everything. Out even more. That kick of spice. Just real quick, this is a psagot. Comes from Israel. Comes from the Hari Yehuda area. And shout out, this is also made the same way as a port is made. It's fortified. Stands up to that rich, even spicy flavor that you get from the cheese. Well, that was absolutely delicious. Everything together. Guys, thank you so much for an amazing show. It was great having you guys on yeah, an hour. We have fun. And great, the hour goes by so here. fast. Thank you. It was wonderful. My pleasure, and we'll have to book you in again, you know, when it gets a little bit warmer outside and we'll talk about our, our summer cheeses, but this was all about the amazing winter cheeses and winter wines and 
all great foods that are going to keep us warm throughout the next couple of months where it's going to temperatures are plummeting as we speak. By the way, you could use any of these in grilled cheese sandwiches. Great for this time of the year. Great paninis, great cheeses paninis, with a pesto sauce. Another one is a goat cheese and pesto in a panini press. I'm actually going to be going away in a couple of weeks and I'm going to be taking a panini press you, with us. Use some good some fall cheeses. apples. You can slice an apple and put it on uh, in a panini or people don't associate that, but they should. Yeah, fruit Good with cheese and jam, excellent, all in it. Our heart goes out to all the people in Israel. Yes, and we're thinking, of you, uh, we're thinking of you today and every day right. for our people in Eretz Israel. You are listening to Table for Two on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman. Stay tuned. We have music listening uh, going right up until Lech Benching, sponsored by our friends at Kerem. Shabbat shalom, everyone. Stay warm.